0: Welcome to the Vault Studios NBA podcast. Here are your hosts, J.A. and Tom. Good evening, uh, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world listening to the NBA, the Vault Studio NBA podcast. Uh, I'm in the host chair tonight, filling in for J.A. because he's lazy and knows nothing about what's been going on in the NBA. Uh, so, yeah, my name's Tom. i uh, I'll be uh, guiding you through this little draft free agency sort of precursor, uh, and in joining me over the phone is my good mate, Jared Barnes. How you going, Jazz? Good,
1: Tommy.
0: How are you? Oh, not too bad, not too bad. I've uh, been doing a lot of draft stuff coming up, so uh, I mm. feel like I know these guys personally, intimately, and physically.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've... Followed them
0: all on Twitter in the last two days. I oh, know oh. they—they all have in really interesting <laughs> Instagrams that didn't exist about mm. two weeks ago, but now they've got like five hundred thousand like, followers. Yeah,
1: there. I was looking at it, going, I, I, "I didn't really know about this guy until last week, and he's got like one hundred
0: eighty thousand followers." <laughs> well, I saw—I don't know who it was. It might have actually been like uh, Kevin Knox or something. Like two years ago, posted that Kevin Durant was a snake, and then yeah, was like, I, was, I saw. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Uh, it's great. Just. What you do online never, never dies, but no. uh, what we're going to do is we'll head into the newsroom and get, get you all up to date with what's going on in free agency.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen.) listen!
0: Fergie, we love you. Okay, so fir- first first uh, first news item, which is kind of a big one, was Greg Popovich uh, flying into San Diego to meet with his uh leave he's probably departing star Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, well, that's pretty much the whole of the NBA at the moment. But uh I think this is a pretty big story, don't you reckon, Jared, for the fact that Kawhi Leonard's definitely gonna be leaving San Antonio. He said pretty much through the week that it's a definite he's gone and it's obvious that Pop wants to keep him because Pop never has anyone walk out on him and it's going to be really interesting to see where he goes, don't you reckon?
1: <coughs> yeah, this is uh, this is juicy and this isn't like really taken over. Well, not taken over, I mean LeBron's going to be the centre of all free agent talks, but yeah. this sort of adds a, adds a spicy edge to it um, that someone's finally... Sort of like uh, in the NFL, uh, Tom Brady sort of going, stuff you, Bill Belichick, I'm doing what I want. This is sort of sort of not really the same thing, but in a sense, it's sort of like someone breaking away, wanting to leave the Spurs, which never really Yeah, it happened. doesn't
0: happen. And, you know, it's making everyone that can use Photoshop go nuts because he's, he's in a Lakers jersey with LeBron oh. and Paul George. Oh, <laughs> I think someone just opened the gates to heaven. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, it's really big. I think uh, Popovich, I think he's starting to realize what's happening here. The way they sort of pick, picked up in the draft, uh, they got Lonnie Walker, who's who could actually be the next star of San Antonio. I heard a, a little key thing on Twitter that came up. He's the first player that the Spurs have ever drafted that was born after their first championship, which is pretty hilarious <laughs> and makes us all kind of <laughs> feel old. But
1: He could be the steal of the draft. Like,
0: he He could be and, like
1: and from what I've read and what I've listened to Jay Billis talk about him, like he's like the perfect fit to go into that system, like he's just way that the way that he plays fits that system perfectly, and I haven't seen him play, but i'm I'm going off what the experts say so. yeah, and he so, probably had
0: the best photo of the draft where his hat sort of looked like it was floating <laughs> in his head because he had like the high top going yeah you know under yeah. you know under Popovich that that's going to be gone within about a week of him landing in San Antonio but I think if there's going to be a coach that's going to pretty much optimize any player out of this draft, I think Pop is going to get the most out of Lonnie Walker, and it's going to be huge for him because he's a very smart player. Um, He's great playmaker, so it's just going to be really interesting to see how he can develop into a NBA star. Really,
1: yeah, and it's going to be interesting how they transition because obviously,
0: yeah, and the Spurs are just not going to be there long. You made the sort of comparison to the Patriots; they just they just seem never get shit they always just get good breaks they get good players they make good players but yeah it's going to be mm. a huge story almost as big as our next story that the Charlotte Hornets traded away Dwight Howard to the Brooklyn Nets
1: I nearly threw my phone when I read this on Twitter <laughs> like the dude had like a career year so like, uh, obviously not as good as the Orlando days but since he left Orlando that was like his best season
0: yeah definitely and been his best season like,
1: yeah, and you like I was look like, I remember like every every day like I was checking the scores and you know Howard was like twenty and fifteen or like something ridiculous and I was like what the hell like this guy was like rubbish for the Lakers and rubbish for Houston and now he's like putting up like great numbers again but he's like and ever since he turned thirty he turned to crap you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, well, the thing with Dwight Howard is it's it's been well publicised that he's not a good guy to have in the locker room to play with but it's going to be really interesting to see where he lands now cuz the nets are definitely going to buy out his contract it's 23 million dollars it's not a lot of money to the nets they don't really have much many players taking that cap space away so they'll just pay him make him a free agent and he might be able to restore his career if he goes to a good scenario like i thought maybe a good scenario would be if he went to the mavericks even now that they've got doncic there and dennis smith junior like he could be that big in the paint for them to sort of create that rim protection that they're going to need now that Dirk's yep. probably in his last season. Yep. But it'll be yeah. really interesting. They're even, you know, even maybe going after Demarcus Cousins there. That'll be huge. But yeah, Dwight Howard, I wasn't expecting it, but I'm not surprised.
1: Yeah, yeah it's just one of those uh, whether they wait up what they're going to do going forward. Because, I mean, Kemba Walker's been in a lot of trade talk, so well, they still reckon trying to clear slate, I mean, I don't
0: know. Well, they reckon Kemba could still fit in the cap space for the Lakers if they still get LeBron and Paul George. Like, this mm. is the sort of talk that they've got going on there. So, huge huge news coming out of, I guess, Brooklyn. We'll see where that goes in the next week. Uh, the other couple are about the contract options that players have taken. You've got Kylo Quinn... Uh, declined his player option and becomes a free agent, unrestricted free agent out of the Knicks. Um, his contract was only going to be worth $3 million to them this year. He's obviously thought he's worth more money to someone and he's looking to get about a $30 million contract this offseason. Do you reckon you, he can get that?
1: Uh, in this market, yes, um, because people will... Um, what do, it also depends where he, where he goes but in saying that
0: I think he'll like go anywhere him, to he's get paid he's been
1: pretty serviceable for New York so
0: yeah, and he's not generally
1: see bad teams overpay for certain players yeah
0: he's not a bad player but he could be a good role player in the right situation But
1: he's a good backup centre he'll give you 10 and 8 or something
0: well I think he had yeah 11, 11.4 points this season which was like his second highest overall so he looks like he's been pretty sustainable. Just be interesting to see where he goes because the Knicks are sort of... were happy to play him because they really had no one else to play there apart from Ennis Cantor, but his dad's yeah, a terrorist. Because so.
1: was like losing his mind in the Amazon or something. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> but the next one is uh, pretty huge. Carmelo Anthony decides to royally fuck the Oklahoma City Thunder and opts into his player option, which is a $28 million contract. Which they have to pay him, even if they want to get rid of him, they still owe him twenty eight million. So, Carmelo Anthony's kind of fucked. I don't know; it's crass, but they've, he's fucked this the Thunder um, with their future. They have no cap space now to pay him that they have to pay him. So they're pretty much stuck now. They're going to lose Paul George, and Westbrook's going to be happy because he's going to be the only player left there now. So, a will bit. No, it'll
1: be him and him and Stephen Adams.
0: Oh, for, I forgot about <laughs> Steve Adams. Although Aquaman's coming out next next year, so he's got a lot of work on his plate. But uh, yeah. that'll be interesting to see what they do. Mello said he doesn't want to be a bench player. Um, be interesting to see what they go for there because his days are definitely behind him. Uh, and oh, the last well, one. Well oh yeah, and the and the last news point, which is I put it in here just after what sort of happened in the draft was. Wilson Chandler's opted into his uh, player option with the Denver Nuggets. Uh, he's going to be a small forward for them next year, as he has been pretty much his whole career. Um, with them picking up Michael Porter in the draft, he could be a good stay there for next season while Porter sort of gets over his injuries, because it's pretty much been telegraphed that he's not going to play next season.
1: Yeah, I've read they're going to they're, they're exploring the possibility to sit him the whole season, which I think is a good idea because.
0: Well, yeah, they they said that he's um, if you know sport, he's got the same back injury that um, sort of stopped Tiger Woods from being Tiger Woods. So, um, Well,
1: that that's the thing. Like, you, I mean, many people were looking at his talent going, well, he's a top five player, but he slipped to 14. Yep. So every, obviously everyone's reading the same scouting medical report going, I don't know about his
0: back. Yeah, well, me and J.A. were talking before we pushed record that in sport, there's one place you don't fuck with and it's probably your knees and your back are the two that you don't yeah. go near. And if this is a an injury that sticks with him his whole career, he could end up being a bust at pick 14. So mm. it'll be big to see what the Nuggets do, but if he comes out the other side unhinged and has the potential that he really had going into the draft, like I had him at pick four on my big board, he could have even yeah. gone pick two, the Sacramento Kings... Really wanted him, I think, until they saw his medical. Um, he could end up being the biggest star out of this draft. Could even be the face of the league if he gets his body right. Yeah, well, I had him.
1: I think I had him at seven or eight, and I only dropped him down there just because of the injuries. But, I mean, in, to be fair, Denver have nothing to lose by sitting him because they missed a the playoffs by, like, one game. Exactly.
0: So they're, they're not in a position where they need to rush him onto the court. It's exactly so, right. They it's, don't
1: need him. So it's I mean, that's not a... Not in saying that, he would help them, obviously. he oh, help them make the playoff. But in yep. terms of his longevity and career and they have a potential star at pick 14, I think reskin is
0: the best option. But yeah, we'll get sort of into what Porter can do for the Nuggets going forward. But it's just a really interesting scenario what's going on with the news. There's going to be a lot more news coming out with free agency sort of starting at the start of July. Uh, some big decisions coming up for some big-name players. But right now, we're going to go into a break. And then we're going to get into everything that happened on draft day. Hi, guys. JA here. Make sure you all head over to our Patreon page and sign up. Go to www.patreon.com forward slash The Vault Studio. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash The Vault Studio. For only $5 a month, you can receive a bonus podcast and help support the studio so we can continue to bring you all of our great podcasts and content. Enjoy the show. Well, that was uh, our grand poopa there, J.A. Getting on uh, with letting everyone know about the Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash The Vault Studio. Uh, follow us there. You get great content. You get J.A.'s interview with Josh Jenkins. His interview with Chris Wessling from around the NFL, which is an awesome chat. Chris opens up, recently had a battle with cancer um, and just doesn't hold back. And I think he's fallen in love with, with Aussies. I saw him post on Twitter that He's loving the vault studio. So um, look, $5, $5 a month, guys. You can even sign up for $1 a month. You don't really get anything from it, but you're just showing that you're supporting the show. Like J.A. says a five bucks for a coffee, a dollar's nothing. Like, <laughs> and it just shows you support us. Let us know that we're not just talking to ourselves in this little room, that there's actually people out there that give a shit. Um, but yeah, the <laughs> Patreon's there. Going from that, 2018 NBA Draft happened on Friday, our time. Is that right, Jared?
1: Uh, yeah, it was Friday morning. All yep. right, yep.
0: <laughs> a lot of things happened, obviously. A lot of trades, a lot of picks, a lot of drops, a lot of rises. But I think the biggest story is probably at pick three, but what we're going to start with was the number one overall pick was who everyone kind of thought was going to go number one was DeAndre Ayton out of Arizona, and ended going to the Phoenix Suns.
1: Yeah, um, I think I think it was a good pick. I mean, I didn't think Phoenix could go wrong. Um, you, get a, you get a polished big guy, seven foot, he, you know, he's athletic, he can shoot. Um, he, I mean, he'll work on his defense. Yeah. Um, I was reading when I was listening to a couple of podcasts and they were saying, yeah, he's pretty good. I mean, he's not that good defensively because he didn't really have to play against any good offensive centers but in saying that, you know, he's, he's got good footwork. He's got basic post moves. So he'll be a solid sort of player for Phoenix.
0: Well, yeah, I think he was the safest bet to sort of not be a bust. I feel like that was why he had the biggest potential going into the draft at pick one, because there was really no, he was never going to really fail. Like he's, if he yeah, ends up he being, was safe. yeah, he was if he safe was going to be people. the worst player that he can be, it's still going to be a good enough big man and a serviceable big man. But I, I think the big thing you mentioned there was his defense. If he can pick up his defensive game at Phoenix and really be that centerpiece for them going forward, because Devin Booker's is not the strongest defensive player, um, and now that they've got Mikael Bridges as well as their two guards, I feel like if he can really build that defensive mould and be like, hey, this is the bar I'm setting for you guys. You do your offence, I'll do my defence and just help whenever you need me. Phoenix could be a scary team in four or five years.
1: I posted, that. I posted that on Twitter like earlier today. I was I was just I was scrolling through and I just I saw something about the draft and looked at Phoenix and I went, Wow, their team's gonna have Booker, Bridges, Jackson, Ayton and then their benches all young guys like Bender, Chris. Yeah,
0: they got dragon bender I... to come off the bench yeah. like it's well, like nuts.
1: All they need is basically a starting point guard and then they have heaps of cap space. Yeah, right? exactly. And and that's a crazy young team.
0: And if this team shows in the next two two years that what everyone thinks that they can be, they can pretty much go after anyone they want in free agency and get that point guard. So <laughs> It'd be scary. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see the Suns. I think DeAndre Ayton, he said that he can see him and Booker being the next Kobe and Shaq. But, you know, set the <laughs> aim high, Willis, aim high. But... I feel like uh, it's going to be huge. Second pick went uh, for the Sacramento Kings. It was a bit of a surprise pick. I think a lot of people weren't expecting it. it was Marvin Bagley coming out of Duke? Um, he's he's just a he's sort of like your Draymond Green type of player. Not in the way he plays, but his motor and just drive. He's so hyper productive that he's just going to add a bit of element to the Nick the Kings that they really don't have at all. Like.
1: He was the most polished, I think. Yeah. Well, he was, he's got hustle. Yep. He was the yeah, rest ready. He was the guy that you pick and you say, right, you're starting, you're going to play all 82 games, hopefully. You know what
0: I mean? Yeah. But uh, I, think, I think the biggest surprise that Bagley went to was the fact that the next guy who went pick three, everyone was expecting to go to even pick one. Like Sacramento Kings fans were posting, oh my God, I can't believe we're going to get Luka Doncic. <laughs> Blah, blah, blah. And then they pass on him, get Marvin Bagley. And then the Atlanta Hawks pick up Luka Doncic with the third pick. And then he gets traded to the Dallas Mavericks. And then Trey Young obviously gets picked up at pick five. But this is huge, I think, for Dallas moving forward. The way Phoenix have drafted, I feel like the Mavericks are best suited for the future with this pick of Luka Doncic.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, I agree. I mean, uh, you know, they've had they've had good success with Dirk. Um, oh, I think great success. Why, the route they, that's a the route they they chose. I think they thought well, Dirk's been great. Let's let's try and find that next star international player. And I um, think it
0: works as um, Dirk as a role model for Luca as well, like a European yep. coming across into the NBA, like. The EuroLeague, where he came from, is huge, Like, but it's no world game like the NBA is. So I feel like if he comes into Dallas with Dirk, Dirk helps him uh, work on his shot because his shot's probably the only thing that's not really at the level that everything else is, like his passing and his vision. It's strange
1: coming from a EuroLeague player. Oh, definitely. Most, most of the time, those guys are shootings above everything else.
0: Well, that's the thing. I think that's why it's such a big thing that he was coming from euro league that he already had all these things that no one else really has coming from europe and his shot's not bad like he can shoot off the dribble really well he hit a game winner to take him into the finals i think as a buzzer beater from three so it's not saying that he doesn't have a shot but to be a premier nba player he's gonna need to work on that to be yeah I i was
1: looking to um I was in a Chris Broussard's podcast in The Zone and he had he had this guy, this um, NBA scout guy on there and he was talking about Doncic and he said, you know, Doncic, he, he can be good um, but he needs to work on his shooting and his footwork. And yeah, then, uh, his,
0: his first step's not fantastic. Like, no. I think watching footage, I saw people sort of putting him next slow. to Hito Turkaloo, who, if yep. that's his ceiling, like, Hedo was a really good player. Like, people that, always nothing, give... nothing, yeah. Hedo was a great player. Yeah, everyone sort of gives him shit because the end of his career wasn't that great. But how he came into the league, he was unstoppable as a, Euro- as a European player. So, I think if Luca can go to that point and even go higher than that, I think Dallas, especially with Dennis Smith Jr. in the backcourt, they could have yep. a really good future coming up. And that's where I was saying earlier with Dwight Howard. If they can get a really big man, I know that they're clearing out cap space to try and get DeMarcus Cousins to Dallas.
1: Andre Jordan's again another possibility they can go after Capella, who's restricted. But I mean, I think if they offer him enough money, then Houston will struggle
0: to match it if they want to sign Paul. Exactly. And I think Paul's their first big signing that they need to go for. Uh, even though Clint Capella's younger, I think Chris Paul's in their playoff win, um, their championship window. But signing yeah. Luka Doncic really just makes things people mm-hmm. want to go to Dallas now, pretty much, because this kid's going to be a star. Yeah. Um, but yeah, pick four, Jaron Jackson, went to the Grizzlies. Um, he's a really good fit with the Grizzlies, can play behind Marcus because he's still, I think, only 18 years old. Um, mm-hmm. He's probably the best shooting big man out of the league. He could probably end up being the best player out of this draft, but mm-hmm. time will tell. Uh, pick five uh, was the Trey Young got picked up by the Mavericks and then got signed to the Atlanta Hawks. I'm going to put this towards you, Jared. I said this to J.A. earlier is what Atlanta are doing. Are they trying to recreate the Warriors in Atlanta?
1: Yeah, I I heard this today. I was um, at work. I I was in the factory, so I thought I'd chuck in my headphones and listen to all the NBA podcasts (laughs) over the weekend.
0: Well, well, yeah, I I heard this as well because they picked up Kevin Huerta out, um, out of Maryland who they reckon is like a mini Clay Thompson, the way he defends and the way he shoots. Mm-hmm. Match that with Trey Young, who's probably the best shooting and best passing guard in this draft.
1: Yep. He's um yeah, a high risk, high reward. Exactly, um, and I
0: think the Hawks are at that point now where they've um got Torian Prince, they've got their other big uh, John Collins, so yep. they've got a young core now that they can really work around, build it up. Hopefully they don't lose Dennis Schroeder, but I think they might now that they've picked up Trey Young.
1: Yeah, they. I think they. Yeah, they, the Schroeder wants out, so they need a point guard, so they ticked that off. Exactly. and then in, in, in saying that, they basically got someone that they wanted the two. Well, out of the two they wanted, they got one of them. And like they f- wanted Doncic, but they wanted Trey Young as well. So either way, they won it, and they also got a first round pick out of it.
0: Yeah, and it could be one of those things like the photos of people always show Hornets fans of. Kobe in a Hornets hat And they traded him That could be one of those things In 10-15 years That you show a Atlanta Hawks fan A picture of Luka Doncic In an Atlanta yeah. Hawks cap That could trigger A few Hawks fans To jump off a bridge Like that's the sort of trade This But And the other way you could show yep. Mavericks fans pictures of Trey Young because he's become one of the best shooters ever. So. Turned into
1: Steph Curry Jr. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, pick six, uh, the Orlando Magic, I personally think got the best player out of this draft. Uh, Mo Bamba out of Texas has the biggest wingspan in the league. He doesn't have the biggest wingspan ever. The biggest wingspan ever was Manute Bowl, who if anyone <laughs> who doesn't know who Manute Boll is, Google him. Um, he was huge. He was he was like eight foot and his wingspan was like eight foot two. Um, from boards. Sudan, everyone thought he was 25, but it turned out he didn't know how old he was and everyone thought he was like 50. But yeah, yep. big guy, played on the same team as Muggsy Bogues at one stage. Great photo of, online. if you. But Mo Bamba goes to Orlando. I'm really worried for Mo because Orlando in the past haven't really been able to just release the potential of some of these players. Like, you just look at Dwight Howard. Like, he was a gun in Orlando. He pretty much pulled them to playoff games, into finals, and they just couldn't get it done and they just got rid of him because they're like, oh, we've done everything we can. If they do that with Mo Bamba and they waste his youth, because he's probably the best rim protector in this draft, that could be a big thing going forward for Orlando. Yeah, and
1: they're going um, <coughs> to they have a decent... A couple of players there. Aaron Gordon was very, very good this year. If He stays. Um, I, I, Isaac. Isaac was quiet, but I mean, again, he's young. So there's, there's your three sort of young guys that you can go moving forward. Yep. Um, I mean, uh, it's just going to be up to how you develop him. I mean, Orlando just not really cares about Orlando to be honest. But um, well, that's, <laughs> well, that, <laughs> and, and that's Obama the problem. Brings, I feel like in the seats.
0: if yeah, if Mo went to somewhere like Dallas or even. He could have even gone at, to Sacramento. Like, this is how he good He could have I,
1: gone one. He, but like, well, he could it, have. It, it was just Phoenix were more opted to take the safe option rather than take the high risk. Exactly, yeah. And yeah. And don't I want and I think, to bust the number one pick.
0: And I feel like they're, what they're going to try and do with Bamba is make him the star of Orlando and build around him because they're definitely going to have picks going forward because they're not going to have a quick fix with him because he's so yep. young and raw and he's got to put a lot of meat on still as well. Yeah, But I think uh, pick seven, the Chicago Bulls got Wendell Carter Jr., who's a really good all-round player. Uh, he's going to be really good fit next to Laurie Markkinen uh, at Chicago, but Chicago really need to figure out what they're doing in the point guard spot before they can really think about making any push to playoffs or anything.
1: Yeah, just a good pick up. I think he was probably the best player. Yeah, I'd probably say he was the best player on the board when they got him at of time. I think he was a bit better than... A bit better than Bridges. Um, well, yeah. Um,
0: I think Porter, for what they Porter needed. Probably
1: looked, they probably looked at Porter and thought, yeah, nah, pass. I think
0: everyone looked at Porter and went, nah, pass. But um, pick Nick Knicks
1: fans thought they were getting him.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't so they boot we're, we're, Kevin getting, we're getting to the Knicks. Um, <laughs> number eight, the Cleveland Cavaliers, who are still in limbo of where their team's at, picked up Colin Sexton. I was actually, when I was watching this draft, I actually went yes as a Cavs fan because the excitement he brings to the team means he can fit with LeBron and I feel like if LeBron's not there, he can be that playmaker for them going forward. So I feel like that was a smart pick on the Cavs behalf. We'll see how yeah, it goes pick. though. Yep. They need a
1: point guard. Good pick. Um, he's... he's- He's strong for a point guard. He's good on the defensive end. He can't shoot, but he can work on the shooting.
0: Exactly. But he's an excitement machine as well, the way he runs the floor, too. So, see what they. And they they sort of gave a bit of a fuck you to Kyrie Irving the next day. He got drafted, giving him the number two jersey straight away. So, it was a bit interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Come back. Um, Number nine, uh, the New York Knicks pick Kevin Knox, freshman out of Kentucky. And then as soon as he got picked, they booed him. Now, you'd think the (laughs) Knicks fans, who are not the (laughs) smartest fans in the world, let's just say, Mm -hmm. they booed him like they, I believe a guy called Chris Stapps Porzingis got booed when when he got picked.
1: It was pretty close.
0: And I feel like the Knicks fans need to learn. But it could be a good thing that they've actually booed him because it could just be the fire that (laughs) he needs because he just wants to stick it up him now.
1: Knicks fans are just Knicks fans. They're stupid. Oh, like, I, I remember I, I, someone, was, someone was interviewing Knicks fans and they're like, oh, no, nah, that's it. I'm done. Why didn't they take Michael Porter? I'm done with the <laughs> Knicks. And I thought, you, "You, how are you done now? Like you signed Ron Baker to a two year deal. Like how are you? And you're done now? What oh, the hell? Like,
0: <laughs> But I just, I couldn't. Yeah. And I hope, I hope Kevin Knox actually becomes a really good player and just oh, him and Chris dapps just become the billboard boys of, Madison he'll Squiger. be a great
1: player. He's lengthy, he can shoot. He's, he's a really nice good shot. player. Very good player. I had him he's just a, out yeah, of my top a... 10
0: on my big board and um, <laughs> he's got a lot of upside, but unfortunately, I think he's got a lot of downs. I think that's why a lot of people were booing him for New York. Like He's not a really good um, relentless scorer. He can shoot really well.
1: At best, he's probably 18 points a game, maybe.
0: Yeah, and with Porzingis, who's probably going to get you 25, that's not the worst scenario that they want to be yeah, in. Yeah, so. he's, he's
1: a good number two. Yeah. Number three, number two, sort of, you know, he'll get you he'll get you scoring, yeah, he's a good shooter. Yeah, Nothing special, but, you know, he'll, he'll help out um, in terms of a, being a team as a whole.
0: Yeah, exactly, and he'll be in a Spike <laughs> Lee movie in a few years if he's any good. So, um, <laughs> but going pick 10, 76 this is when it all sort of started to really just Go all over the place. The mm-hmm. 76ers picked up Mikael Bridges, who, was, who played his college career in Villanova. Yep. And they even got to his press conference and he was still a Sixers player. And he said, yep. I can't believe I'm in Philly. I love this city, yada, yada, yada. Brett Brown was like, I can't believe we've got a Philly native. It's going to be so good. This kid's a live wire. And then he gets traded to the Suns.
1: That's just like, it's crazy. His, his mum works for Philadelphia. I know, it's just his like... Mum's, his mum's in HR. It was like, like, oh, she probably
0: got perfect. the text before he did and was like, oh, fuck. How am I, I going to do this? But what I thought was huge out of it, that Philadelphia might have just tooled someone that they could be end up playing in the finals in a few years. Like, that's the sort of talk that we've got going here. Bridges could be that player in Phoenix that... He could be that small forward that they're going to need going forward if he c- turns out. I th- thought Mikael Bridges could be... I think I had him in my top five on my big board because uh, I felt like he had a lot of upside as a good wing. So He's his,
1: a great two-way player. He's the best two-way player in the draft. He can shoot, he can defend.
0: And he and ha- and he's and his help defense is unbelievable for a small forward. But what was huge there, that Zaire Smith, from who was picked up by Phoenix, got sent to the Sixers. He's just a live wire who's going to be awesome to watch. Getting alley oops from Ben Simmons, like that's the sort of excitement machine that he is. So it's going to be good yeah, to this, see.
1: I think the uh, yeah, I think the Sixers are just I don't know what they're doing. They're doing something because to, to I, send him away, he'd be a great fit.
0: Well, I um, I was to, I was talking to this to J A, but it's going to be interesting to see where we go. I feel like the Sixers are tooling up to throw everything at Kawhi Leonard. To make yeah, him come they're doing to a Boston. So
1: they just stockpile the picks, and then they say, "When, when the when the free agents or the trade people are on the table, and they all right, here's what we have got to offer.'" And they just shovel all their chips over yeah. there, and it makes it all look enticing. Like, you know, Boston has their stockpile, and they want to try and get, you know, Davis and all this kind of crap. Well, I think Brett, Philly, yeah, Philly with that move and doing that.
0: Yeah, and Brett Brown's looking like a genius. Like he's their GM at the moment, <laughs> as because mm-hmm. of what all went down with burner accounts, but. It's going to be really interesting to see what they've got going forward. Pick eleven was the Charlotte Hornets, who uh, recently told Dwight Howard to go fuck himself, um, and they picked up who I think could have been the best point guard out of this draft. I'm saying that a lot because this draft's absolutely stacked. But Shea Gillis, Gillius Alexander out of Kentucky goes to Charlotte. Yep. And, yeah, could. Yep. And and then and then got. Drafted to the Clippers who had the next pick. So what the Clippers basically did there was they didn't have a point guard. They now do. Mm. And I think it's a really good option. And I think it sort of shows Kemba Walker at Charlotte that they want to keep him pretty much. Yep. Um, because yeah, totally. this kid can is almost ready-made to jump into a starting point guard spot. And I think he might do that for the Clippers. Because if DJ goes, they got nothing apart from Lou Will. But uh, going to pick yeah. two the Clippers picked up Miles Bridges who then got traded to Charlotte again works well for him. Uh he probably is the same sort of player as Michael Porter but just lacks that sort of uh athletic ability that Michael Porter probably has the only problem Bit of with. Factor. Yeah, exactly, but he's still a really good player not related to McColl Bridges at all which I only learnt two days ago. I thought they were brothers until I saw them. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck, they're not related <laughs> at all. I'm not <laughs> racist, J.A. Don't look at me like that. But um, I think what was good, they picked up a really good player. Again, he. everyone thought Michael Porter was going to go to the Clippers because they had the two picks in a row, but he didn't go there. So they got the next best small forward, who was Miles Bridges. And then you go into pick 13, which is Jerome Robinson, who is going to be a good guard who's... Next to Shea Alexander, it's going to be really good because he was probably the best available ath- yeah. athletic-wise apart from Michael Porter, and they still didn't go for him. But mm. it's going to be interesting to see where they go. I don't think this pick really worked for them. I feel like the position that they're going to be in, they could have waited on Michael Porter a bit more to see how he developed into a player. But we we'll never know. This guy could be a sleeper in the draft. Kobe went pick 13, so we'll see how we go. And then pick 14, last pick of the lottery, uh, was Michael Portart, Jr., who's had a really bad back injury. Everyone's been talking about him. We've been talking about him a lot on this show. Um, what do you reckon about him, Jared?
1: Yeah, he's, um, he, he had a potential to be top five, uh, but obviously the injury...
0: He was top yeah. two on ESPN's draft board like a week out from the draft. Like, that's how good he was seen. Like
1: Yeah, he's... Um He's everything you want the player, but the problem is, is his back gonna hinder him um, long term? I think that's why a lot of people pass on him.
0: Yeah, I think it's it's gonna be interesting. Like, you know, people have just got to think back to someone like Joel Embiid, who missed a whole season, and now is probably one of the best centers in the league. Probably gonna be one of the best players in the league in a few years. So, injuries are quite a big thing when you get them earlier in your career. It's just gonna be interesting to see how we develops from them because he's only I think only 19 years old so yeah,
1: and he's big he's, he's built to play both forward positions oh. He's like six ten 2, 2, 210 pounds maybe something like
0: that well I think Michael Porter if he ends up being everything that everyone thought he was going to be he could be the face of the league in five years like he's that good as a as a college player but at the same time he could be the biggest bust out of this draft even at pick 14 but be interesting to see where it goes um, all right, Jared, I'm going to, to ask you who is the best player in the best scenario out of this draft that you saw?
1: Um, best player in the best scenario would probably be, I'll probably say, oh, it's hard. I know, um, it's, a, it's
0: a tough draft. Like,
1: there's so yeah, many good
0: guys with good upside here.
1: Exactly. I think, I mean, I think Ayton will be good, and then I think, um, Doncic, I think Doncic fits Dallas really well, just with that international factor. Yep. um saying that, Young fits well with Atlanta. High risk, high reward. You know, they have a ex um, Golden State GM. (laughs) So is that Steph Curry Junior? I don't know.
0: All right. So from what I said, from what I got there, you reckon DeAndre Ayton, Luka Doncic, and Trey Young were the best players out of that draft.
1: I'd say that they're in the best position probably to show off what they were drafted for.
0: That's fair. And I, I feel Luca won't play any summer league games or anything like that because he's just pretty much come off a full career already playing top-level basketball. So no one will really get a good look at him till the season starts. But I think, I think the best player to come out of this draft, I'm going to stick by my choice who I had before the draft. Um, I had DeAndre on my big board as the best overall pick, but I think the best player is Mo Bamba. I think what he has to offer as just a pure basketball player, he's going to put asses in seats in Orlando, which is going to be huge for them going forward. It's mm-hmm. just going to be a factor of whether they can build him to be a star of the league.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, look, Bumba's is probably the most exciting to yeah. watch out of there, but I think, I think the Orlando market is a little small. In terms of, if he went to Chicago, or if he, oh, went, if to he went to New York,
0: or it would have like been
1: over like So if he went to New York or something like that, yeah, you know, I think it'd be a bit more, you know, excitement around him. But because he went to Orlando, I mean, Orlando's like Memphis. I mean, Jaron Jackson's probably great in Memphis, but
0: yeah, it's it's, gonna... mem-
1: it's Memphis. But...
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think, um, I think Jaron Jackson's going to benefit being behind Marcus Sol, and whether he can be that yep. next sort of to take them into the next life after sort of Marcus Sol and. Mark Conley, you know, gets his contract that's like the worst contract fucking ever. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, Mo Bamba, it's going to be really interesting. It's going to be really up to him to see how good he wants to be in Orlando. Um, yep. And, you know, in three years he can just leave. So what, whatever goes on there. And lastly, who do you reckon was the best team out of the draft? Who do you reckon did the best with what picks they had and how they worked? I think
1: two teams won the draft. Yep. I think Phoenix won the draft. Because they get uh, Aiton with the first pick.
2: Yep.
1: And then they trade with Philly and they get Miguel, B- Mikel Bridges. Yep. So I think that's, they basically got two, well, they you know, you got two top 10 picks with uh, one and a
2: 16.
1: Yep. So I think they were one. I also think that Atlanta did really well as well. I mean, they, they got Trey Young, high risk, high reward. Yep. But in saying that, they also got a draft pick. So they were sort of at a win-win whether they took Doncic or whether they took Young. They decided to do the trade, get Young, also get a draft pick, which I think is vital for them sort of rebuilding.
0: Yeah, and I I kind of agree with you there, but I'm going to say that the team that did the best, I reckon, was the Dallas Mavericks. Um, The fact that they traded up for uh, Luka Doncic um, and got a projected sort of fifth-round pick, like, top five pick in 2019 as well, where Atlanta still may be in that sort of lottery position. Um, yeah. I think it's going to be really interesting to see how they go. Um, it's a matter of how teams build and that's what the draft really is. But just quickly before I end, I'm going to give it, we'll just give a bit everyone a bit of a precursor of what's going to happen with free agency. Cause that starts on the 1st of July. Uh, we haven't really had your take on it yet. You've had me and J.A.'s take on it, but I'm just going to th- throw a few names at you, Jared, and I just want to get like a bit of a where they're going to go just off the top of your head, all right?
1: Yep, go for
0: it. All right, so first off, the biggest one everyone wants to know about, where do you reckon LeBron's going to end up?
1: Well, I think Le- but where LeBron ends up depends on every else in the league. Where does Paul George go? Uh, do, do the Spurs want to deal with Kawhi Leonard? Yep. Um, I've listened to a lot of Chris Broussard, who I think – I respect him probably the most out of all NBA media. I think he's pretty straight up. He's not biased towards anyone. He's not a shit talker. He's you know, I take his word for his word. Yeah.
2: Um.
1: And you know, he he's suggesting that a lot that Cleveland he may stay in Cleveland. There's nothing against opting out, uh, opting into his deal one more year, and then um the next free agencies, you know you've got um, Clay Thompson, Kawhi Leonard's a free agent. Exactly. Um. Kyrie Irving's going to be a free agent. Like, yep. there's a lot of free agents for that next year. So, uh, I think, I think LeBron stays in Cleveland. I think he opts in. Yeah, like, one, one, more year. I,
0: I think. Um. I I I agree with you. Like I said this to Ja. Like everyone's saying Lakers, and when it's said that much in the in, you know, he said his son's already committed to a school in L.A. and all this sort of stuff, but. I think the dialogue of not really anyone's come up with something new or anyone's got a lead, and I'm saying this as a Cavs fan, as everyone knows, but I feel what's happened in the past week, LeBron is going to be more inclined to stay in Cleveland instead of maybe Mm -hmm. making that move to LA, but it's going to be the biggest talking point of the league. I think one of the biggest calls ever, even since he did it with Miami, like the ramifications it's going to have with other players is going to be huge.
1: Yep. Um, he's gonna wait. He's not. He's not stupid. He'll wait. I mean, he's.
0: Oh,
1: I think. I think. He's, he's Thing. He's a good his, businessman. His decision to go to Miami wasn't until like July eighth. So he waited a week till after free agency opened. I think mean, his decision to go back to Cleveland was like July twelfth or thirteenth or something like that. So, I mean, yeah, free agency opens July one, but. LeBron agency doesn't open until, you know, a week after that.
0: Well, yeah, everyone's projecting that he'll either make his choice on the 3rd or the 9th. I don't know why those two dates are so significant, but we'll see how that goes. Um, do you reckon Kevin Durant stays in Golden State or he goes somewhere else?
1: He stays in Golden State. Yeah, I, don't I think, think it'd it would be a bit stupid for him. I don't him think to... he's bold enough to move. I think he stays there. He soaks up as many rings as he can. Yep. And then I uh, wouldn't be surprised if... You know He, he probably he probably signs a two years with a player option, I think, well, I, the best
0: deal for him. Well, he has the player option on his contract now, and I, I'm not going to be surprised if he declines it and then they I give him op- more money. Yeah, I think he
1: opts out and gets a new deal. I think he gets yep. two plus the player option. Um, exactly. And then that gives him flexibility to say if he wins two rings the next two years, then and if he wants to go back to OKC or he wants to go to Washington or whatever. Could you imagine he if he went back he to
0: OKC, like how huge that would be, him and Westbrook, like re-teaming up and doing nothing again. But yeah. it'll be interesting to see where he goes. But, yeah, I, I definitely think he'll decline and get more money. But um, yeah. next, just two more throw at you just quickly. Paul George, do you reckon he goes to the Lakers or he just follows wherever LeBron goes?
1: Uh, I think he's, say, uh, a week ago I would say the Lakers. But yep. now I've, there's reports that he's going to be staying in OKC. and mean, I don't know. Yeah. Um,
0: it's it's well, so stupid, like there's so many different report, reports of different things, but I wouldn't be surprised if he goes like the Lakers have just got too much money that they don't snag one of these big fish. Like I
1: think he I think he goes to the Lakers. Yeah. I think I don't think the Lakers miss out on all three. I think he I think he goes to the Lakers. Yeah, I agree.
0: Um last one, uh Chris Paul, do you think he looks at his options or he just does a smart thing and stays <laughs> with Houston?
1: Oh, I think he looks at his options, but I think at the end of the day, he stays in Houston. I mean, there's tension, apparently, um, between them, and that's just Houston saying, we don't really want to give you a four-, five-year max deal, Um, and I don't blame them. I mean, if you give him, I think they said, if you give him four years, he's like, what, 34 now, or 33, I mean, you're going to be paying him like $40 million when he's 37.
0: Well, that's, and that's the thing. Like, he's going to want a max deal because he probably deserves it. Like, he's already a Hall of Famer and he's... I think it was interesting. I was looking at his um, accomplishments the other day and he hasn't done anything. Like, I know that's really a dick move to say, but he's never won MVP. He's never been to the finals. He's never... Like, he's just going to have this Hall of Fame career but doesn't have the accolades to go along with it. And that just shows what sort of player people are going to want on their team because he just makes a team better. Like... He probably yep. made Houston with getting injured not make the finals. Like that's how influential he was to a sixty win Houston Rockets team. Yeah, and uh,
1: yeah, I think he said it. He deserves. He deserves to get paid. I mean, he turned down you know, his max that max deal that the Clippers were going to offer him to go to Houston in that trade. Yep. Um, he deserves it, but you know I think he probably gets a three year max deal in Houston. Um, the Lakers could flirt some money at him, but. I don't think he. I don't think he
0: leaves. No, I think the Lakers want to get sort of something, not sort of for now, but for the next sort of two years. And I think mm-hmm. that's what, you know, to go along with Kuzma and Lonzo Ball if they want to keep him and keep his dad. But it's going to be really interesting to see what happens there. But I'm going to wrap it up. Jared, thanks for jumping on the phone with us, man. It's been really good. Um, no that's like a J.A. had nothing for us this week. So he sort of saved us, got on with actually a bit of knowledge. But everyone out there... Go to vaultstudio.com.au.com my bad. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Follow us on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash thevaultstudio. We've got AFL and the NFL podcast. Don't forget to follow us, and everyone, keep shooting.
2: I'm your window
0: hey, I suck up for your novel. Thank you for listening to the NBA Podcast, brought to you by The Vault Studio. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. For more, head to thevaultstudio.com.au. And for the latest news, search for The Vault Studio on Facebook and Twitter. But we
2: talking about practice, man.